grand final special. How are you, Mr. Smith? I'm good, Trent, mate. How are you doing? It's finally the best probably week of the year, really, because we get finally through the home and away. We've definitely gotten through the finals now. We saw two very good prelims, and then now we head to the grand final. Absolutely. And it is the lead up to Christmas Day. It is. For you and me. And I dare say for a lot of other people out there. If you're watching this, that's probably correct. Um, we are tonight going to do a few different things, so we'll do a little bit of news, uh, a little bit going on. Um, we'll have to cover the Brownlow, which wasn't very exciting, but anyway, we'll talk a bit about that. Uh, and then we're going to do a bit of a review of the two prelims, and yep. then we'll do a big um, grand final uh, preview. preview. Um, we won't really do any trade period stuff, because again, it's it's a lot it's of it. up I in know, the air. Well, I know all... some stuff's been confirmed. Um, yeah, but it's all just confirmation of who they want to be. The stuff we already to. knew, though. Yeah. And it's not really big fish stuff, I don't reckon. Like, And until the deal's done, it's not done. No, and I mean, Jenkins leaving. That was the worst kept secret going around. Like, oh, obviously well, he was leaving. leaving in round two or three. So Last year. So. Yeah, and Paddy Ryder was always going to put his hand up. Exactly. Um, massive thanks to our sponsors at Hops to Home. Hops to Home is a craft beer delivery service. Check out hopstohome.com.au. They deliver fresh craft beer across the country. They collect cans from various breweries that do cans. Um, which is and, basically every craft brewer. Which is pretty much everybody nowadays. When they started, it might not have been everyone. And no. they pack them into containers and then send them out to you and you get them fresh as a daisy daisy fresh um definitely check them out hopstone.com.au afl deep dive as a promo code when you go to the checkout and you'll get 25 bucks off 25 beans which means the craft beer is cheaper than vb not bad. which is extremely good and it's not disgusting yeah um definitely do that and you get a nice range from different states different styles different uh breweries you've never heard of i found some in there that i'd never heard of some that i'd heard heard of but some that i was like who the hell is mm. interesting tasty oh my taste uh let's keep going because there's quite a lot of things to get through to get um so let's get into the news so really the only main thing that's happened since we last spoke was rioli yeah yeah. Ganja. Uh, well, the smoky, smoky, and uh, just another chapter in the uh, West Coast Eagle and West Coast <laughs> West Coast Eagles drug uh, problem. Well, who knows? Anyway, look, the whole thing is—he's he, almost certainly going to get a massive ban now. You'd think, given that he dodged the test, and then the second test, he tested positive to a drug. I know yep. it's not as serious as some other ones, but. He, he faked one, which you would think that he faked it because he had something, something in his else. system. So yeah. it's pretty shifty and now. He can't really... That argument of, oh, he was just silly and didn't want to get caught and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well... Pretty sure they know the rules. But also, then he gets caught like the week later. You can't... That argument doesn't particularly work no. anymore. And with Gil McLaughlin coming out and saying that him and any other player that takes illicit drugs and mm. gets caught... It's, their own responsibility so you would dare say he's gonna whether it's four years two years it really doesn't matter he's not gonna be playing afl football for a long time no or if ever again yeah i think that's well given that he's that kind of player that could really pack on the um the old the kgs, KGs. He does, yeah, he's not the slimmest of players anyway no. mercurial like all realities but well, famously he lost 15 kilograms so you think he probably would pack on those 15 again pretty quick even quicker um, that was why he was smoking weed to hold them off. Well, maybe that's why. It was his diet. Yeah. Just keep his yeah. skin folds below. Um, whatever levels. Well, it just means you just, you just hammer down Doritos and you're okay. Uh, no, but... Um, anyway, if you want to comment on this or you want to comment on the grand final uh, or All the, the prelims, from the prelims, anything, yeah. uh, add it into the comments to your right. Yes. Um, on your old mate's screen. Now, 
we, yeah, I think, what do we say? Like, he's obviously going to get a big ban. It's obviously not ideal. It's absolutely ludicrous news that then he gets, you know, found to be taking something in the second lot. It, I, I think he gets probably three years, I reckon. He'll yeah. definitely get, I, I'd be surprised if he gets two. I'd probably be not surprised at all if he gets three. I'd be a little surprised yeah. if he gets the full ban at four, but it's definitely possible. Yeah, if he gets two, fair chance he comes back to play elite football if he decides to. Three years makes it a bit tougher to just get back. The game just changes too much. Yeah. Uh, four years, nah, give it up, go and find another career, I would say. Well, it'll be very hard to get back after four yeah, years. very, very tough. Um, yeah, we've seen from players that stay in the system with injuries can't get back after four years. No, exactly. And and given under the circumstances of who it is, I'd, I'd imagine that's probably the case. Yeah. Um, look, there's been other bits and pieces. Obviously, the Cornelia stuff we'll talk about in relation, yeah, we'll talk about to, the in relation game, to the game. Yeah. Purely like stuff that's not in relation to the game. I saw Jack Trengrove was um, delisted by Port uh, earlier, which he thought is probably not that. Hugely surprising. He's obviously found it pretty tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, just unlucky. Very good junior and could not. The Gold Coast are probably taken. Yeah, he could be. He I could feel a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> but not a bad proposition to have up there. He's been a. He was a captain. Was a captain. Crazy. A high, high draft pick. So they could keep a, keep a high draft pick and that would uh, well. That's true. So let's talk a bit about the Brownlow. Um, Pretty boring count, really, in the end. It would have been nice had Cripps been able to get up. A um, bit of a shame that... In, or at least someone. A shame that Lockie Neal didn't get it too. I would have liked Lockie Neal to have gotten it. bit of a shame that, that it kind of was Fife again. Um, he gave a very kind of bland corporate speech as well, which didn't really help. He mentioned the, the corporate partners before his teammates, which was pretty pretty Fife. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, and all this sort of talk as well about him saying, oh, you know, I trade these Brownlows to win finals. Well... What are you doing at Freo? Yeah, why'd you sign a long-term contract? Why'd you sign this enormous... De- well, he likes cash just as much as he likes the notion of flags, I reckon. So anyway, I, I don't know. What, yeah, what, and, what did and, you think? Oh, look, no doubt he had a phenomenal year. I don't... Again, it's, Good it's, it is subjective because umpires see the game very differently. And obviously, we saw how much pressure the umpires were on this year. Yeah. Just trying to call the game. So who's to say um, they made the right call, whether it was the best player or not. It was in the best six players for the year. I think the top six players were the clearly the best players of the comp. Yeah. I th- personally thought Cripps and Neil were going to be the two front runners um, with Dangerfield and Fife very close by. Yeah, look, good on him for being... Very straight down the line uh, with his speech and very corporate. Corporate, not, <laughs> not very, good not on very entertaining. Oh, he's obviously it wasn't very down the line though. Like it was. I mean, I guess it was. It, it, it felt. Well, he'd done it before, so it was pretty easy to do. Like he just got. Wasn't there, and there was no mo- there was no real emotion to it. I well, think. no, and the room didn't really care. I was like, oh, another no. one. Yeah, well. And it was one of the probably the one one of the less. Entertaining, not that the brand was well, super entertaining. Well, no, I thought the music was horrible. Yeah, that guy uh, was terrible. I don't think McLaughlin was the best choice for host. Uh, he was okay. He was okay. He's no <clears throat> tough shoes to fill, though. Oh yeah, I think oh, you get that. Yeah, and I'm probably maybe Basil Simplis could have been better. Mark Stevens even at seven. Mm, yeah, <laughs> um, maybe Basil, but uh, look, Basil. Yeah, I oh, oh, look, make it shorter. Make the brain less shorter. 
It just drags on and on and on and well, on. Well, they did make it shorter this year, so it was 25 minutes shorter than last year. Yeah, but then Fife gave a Stevie Wonder speech. Stevie Wonder speech? Yeah, he just went on and on. Did he give long speeches? Very long. Yeah, he, he used to go. And then I like well, to talks. That's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is, that is, well, that's right, the Eddie Murphy bit. I was like, hang on. No, yeah, no, no. He used to, yeah. That's true. Anyway, um, but I mean... <laughs> I thought about that You all. can't... You can't sit back and say he wasn't a worthy winner. It just would have been uh, unlike you. A little just, bit not worthy. I mean, I don't. I. I, uh, I think he was a very good player this year, but there were better players. It's just unusual that and they won came, seven games. Yeah, horrible team. And he got a hundred points in in losing games. Yeah, well, I found that really interesting. So, anyway, um, I don't know. It's it doesn't now. matter. It's the umpires' vote, and it's really not worth. It's anywhere near the. I think know, it's losing glory it's, that it. Gets, Put upon it. It's yeah, nowhere I think near. it's losing its uh, shine. Well, if that keeps happening, if just the very obvious kind of winners keep winning it, and it's a midfielder always. Well, that's a, that has become a real yeah. joke. I, I think mean, the fact that so many rule changes are happening every year, I think the umpires shouldn't be the ones not awarding the votes for the Brownlow yeah. moving forward, and it should be um, a panel, and it's the same panel watching the game, or like an arc. Yeah, something like that. Because they're, they're pretty good. Anyway, that's my opinion. No, no, it's I know what you're saying. worth yeah. two cents well, and that's about it. Who would you have on the panel? Campbell, um, Campbell Brown or... No, some... Fev? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Nathan Brown. Three drunken betting people. Imagine how well <laughs> that... Three gamblers, well. you reckon? Yeah, three gamblers. Uh, no, you'd want... <laughs> that's fairly, what I call them. Yeah, you'd want, you'd want fairly esteemed... Um, personnel look even ex umpires even just ex umpires that aren't actually um, what's so retired umpires oh, old umpires you reckon oldies <laughs> no I, I think like it's funny like if you look at that list like I agree with about like if you look at the top 10 vote getters I agree with probably 70% of the people they had in that list but then there were no backline players there were no that, that you know they never get <clears throat> well McGovern didn't so. even get a vote yeah, well, well, that's Jeremy McGovern. Obviously, Mitch McGovern's not not he's going to get negative votes, but I, I'm surprised that Jeremy got zero. No. Well, not really. That's but umpires. They just yeah. it feels like the only umpire in the midfield. Is that why? Yeah. Well, I, as I said to someone the other day, if Buddy can kick a hundred, what did he kick a hundred plus goals in the year, and he he finished fourth. I mean, in the in the modern era, I know that was a while ago, but still, in the, in the semi modern era. For him to kick that many goals well, in Tony a season. Well, Tony was the last full forward to <clears throat> So Yeah, anyway. Oh, well, there's no point in arguing about the brown line because they're not going to change it and it's so esteemed. Well, I see he gets done for, I don't know, something. It was pretty average how they forgot about um, Colin Sylvia. That was pretty piss poor. Pretty and piss then poor. what happened to the whole Danny Frawley award? Where did that go? There was all this talk about they were going to award something on brown line night. They, no. No? <laughs> and because that disgusting, horrible singer kept singing... The, the room started clapping Danny Frawley because he was like hey, ooh, making his horrible noise and then everyone was like oh we have to stop clapping like it was the most awkward horrible nice. horrible timing terrible terrible yeah, and production also, and, also and direction all uh, night and there, there was it was not to deviate away from the actual football talk too much but um, coming back from breaks too with People stop talking on stage and people just talking and moving around. It was pretty disrespectful. I, I, I thought it was one of the most poorly run Brownlows I've seen in a long time. Yeah, they did. They did some interviews as well with a couple of old mates as well that that went oh, on for years yeah, and, and, yeah. and and stop making the ads really awkward with people that just shouldn't be on television. Like Dane Swan, sorry. 
Yeah, anyway, anyway. Oh, that's another story. Another story, yeah. I don't know. I, it was pretty yeah. rubbish, but yeah. no, not, not a great count. I, I would have liked... He's got two Brownlows, no, no flags. He'd probably win three now, I think. Yeah, no flags. I think he's going to win three Do now. Do you reckon he gives up all three for a flag? I don't think so. I think he's quite happy with three Brownlows. He likes the money. Some, yeah, cash. Um, and Ross Lyon. If they don't get Kelly, he's got to be sitting there thinking, I'm, I'm in a basket case, surely. Well, How does he not well, think that's that funny. That's a good segue. Well, now that the whole Rioli thing has come up, does Kelly look at Frio as a better option because of the non-drug culture? There? I think the whole thing with um, Kelly is a complete mystery. I think, I mean, Fife did say um, that a big asset that they had was money. And like the the on the radio and they were kind of like, hang on, what? And he was like, no, I'm being serious. We can offer significantly more money than what West Coast can. And that's because they're stacked to the nines because they're challenging for flags. And Freya were challenging for spoons. So I think that they've ultimately got significantly more, more money. <laughs> it's true, though. They are, they're challenging for the spoon. I mean, it's look, I know they beat a couple of good teams this year, but come on. They don't even have a coach. I mean, this is a joke. Yeah, no coach. Crazy. What a joke. They interviewed Panda Sumich, and apparently the interview was horrendous. I mean, I, I, the whole thing's a basket case. Anyway, let's. we're going pretty off topic here. Let's... I think going back to the football, <laughs> let's do some prelim reviews, some pre-pre's. Uh, two incredible games. Friday night, Saturday, Saturday, Friday night, September the 20th. So obviously the two games Friday and then the Saturday, the Friday night game, Richmond, 85 to Geelong, 66. Crazy game. Tigers Crazy by 19 points. Crazy game of football. Well, they were down by 20-odd points. 21 points. Then go down to 21 points. points. Down at halftime. And then they came back and won by 19. What yeah. is happening? Well, look, everyone's going on about um, how, I guess, um, ruthless Richmond were going to be. And a lot of people rode off Geelong early. And Geelong came out with the intensity. And... Based on what we've seen the last few weeks, everyone's like, oh, well, Richmond only have a slender lead here at three-quarter time. Geelong have had really good last quarters. Mm. Well, I just think, unfortunately for the the Cats and their supporters, they uh, they gassed out last week. Yeah, I think the, the buy has done so, funny things. So the buy has, you know, raised some... T- it's helped, like, the Giants definitely in terms of, like, managing those injuries and getting yeah. through that game. But it's definitely hurt other teams. Geelong, like obviously traditionally after the buy, and this, we won't bother going into that because everyone knows that. Um, but Geelong after the buy have been poor, um, and obviously I know they didn't have a buy, but they had to really push it to get things done like the previous week. Yeah. And then they've come into this game and, and they ran out of gas in the second half completely. Richmond were sluggish off off the the start because it's a long time without playing football. But yeah. then they started to kick, click into gear second half. And you could see in the second quarter that. Richmond were starting to turn the cogs over and they're getting their hands on the ball. They just weren't, I guess, uh, manufacturing opportunities as well as they yeah. liked. And obviously they reset at half time and they came out as a much better team. I I was pretty confident uh, halfway through the third that Richmond would steamroll Geelong. Yeah. Uh, just based on the fact that Geelong had, had a couple of tough games and they just, I don't know. I mean, not not to um, rub salt in the wound, but I mean Tom Hawkins, rub salt Matt, in, in the eyes and pull them out. Yeah, well, green style. Green style. Well, he he, he, <laughs> he could have been the difference had he been there. Um, well, they won still, though. 
Oh, Hawkins. No, Hawkins. Yeah. So, no, 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 no. no. Rich, <laughs> Richmond. We'll get to Green in a minute. Yeah, Richmond's um, just their belief in each well, other. I think I mean, he probably was the difference. They only lost by 19 points yeah. and he didn't play. Exactly. He probably kicks three or four and that gets him bloody close. And just makes three goals, 18 points. Makes I don't know everything if people much remember. more challenging for, for the <laughs> Richmond back line when he's, when he's well, playing. Well, Grimes, yeah. get, it takes Grimes out of position because yeah. Grimes would have to go to Hawkins because of the height. Because yeah. um, he'd, he'd monster a lot of their, like Tui, he'd monster Stewart, he'd probably beat most of the time as well. Yeah, so look, um, really good by Richmond. Oh, not Stewart, sorry. Um, yeah, I know you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about the other team. Boston. Boston, yeah. yeah. Your other team. It was your two teams playing against yeah. each other. <laughs> would have been a good um, grand final. It would have been. That, that was my, I would have loved to have seen these two teams play off in the grand final. Anyway, we got a good, we got yeah, a we good did, we did, Yeah, we do. And we got two great prelims. Uh, Tom Lynch, obviously, uh, like Boyd a couple of years ago, has already repaid yeah. the Tigers by kicking five. And also helping set up a couple of others. And it just proved how tough the Tigers are too. A couple of niggles to some key players came yeah. back into the ground and, and did their bit. And they did it with uh, Revolt having a very, very quiet game. Well, that's exactly so, it. It was incredibly encouraging to see Richmond win with Rewalt kicking two points. Mm. I mean, he did some good things. His tackle pressure at times was okay. He did some all right things, but he was pretty poor. It just gives um, Hardwick that confidence that... The week. They can really open up the forward line and, and just have that one key forward in Lynch yeah. and Smalls again yeah. and play Rewalt up on the wing or off the... Like, because he can play anywhere mm. um, if he needs to pitch hit in the defence yeah. and just knock a couple of people in the back of the head. Jack's yeah. up for that. If he gets a flag, uh, if he doesn't play for the first month of next year. He doesn't care. No, I think... Get, yeah, get I mean, a premiership. That was, I mean, an amazing game from Lynch. Um, Prestia, I thought, was incredible again. It's taken a while, but he has... Oh, the last six... The last probably seven or eight games, he has been... been really, really good. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Caddy's lifted as well. Caddy's been better, but not in that Prestia league. Prestia's oh, not been Prestia league. No, no. Well, he's not as good as Prestia. No. Um, but, yeah, I think... Obviously, Broad got concussed as well. Um, well. You know, Graham obviously popped the shoulder. So it sounds like we'll get into this, and this is a, a kind of broader discussion. But Graham obviously pulled out, so someone will come in. I think that's going to be McIntosh, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I tend to agree. I think it should be McIntosh. Yeah, and then I think um, with uh, the situation with Broad, it sounds like he, well, he got through the concussion, passed the test completely fine, and he went through full training. So so far as we know, this is Wednesday night. He's going to play. Yeah, it's only if the, the, the panel think that there's a better option based on what they think the likely uh, And if not, lineup. makes a comeback or something. Well, he's been playing very good in the Magoos Magoos out in past wherever he's somewhere. Yeah. So who knows? And that's another good thing. Oh. Like Richmond have obviously got the uh, momentum Every week. from their VFL team winning the flag. So well. there's a lot of people knocking on the door. Mind you, a lot of them got injured. In the VFL Grand Final as well, so so yeah. Sydney Stack is pretty much well. He out. was. I don't think he was a chance anyway. He had so many weeks out. He there would have to have been like but he twelve played, injuries. No, but he got injured at, in the Grand Final. No, I know. But so, even if he hadn't and gotten through, he, I don't think he would have been in the end. Uh, another little life wire up forward or in no, the back half. No, Macintosh. Yeah, I, I reckon that's a safe bet. You want someone who's solid, can play back and forth. And play other roles too, and knows their yeah. system. He's played a lot of games with those players. Yeah, absolutely. He'd fold need, yeah, back need, in like pretty well. Like you and I were chatting about it's before. It's a safer call. It's a grand final. Yeah, if you need someone to lock down, 
he can play really defensive. You're not playing the Saints out there. It's and if a, you need him to yeah. kick five goals, we'll yeah. put him forward. You're not playing the Suns. like you got No, to... it's not the Suns. No. All the Saints. If anyone missed the first time he said <laughs> the Saints. No, I can't. Anyway. All what right. do we think? Right. So let, let's, let's, let's talk about it from a Geelong sense as well. We talked a lot about Richmond. I mean... Fail. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, they, they were up well and truly at halftime and they, they kind of choked it a bit. On, and I mean, Richmond were better, but at the same yeah. time, they completely fell away. Ablett, I thought, wasn't great. And if you're a Geelong supporter, feel free to make some comments here. But sure I will. just think um, this just proves once and for all that they need to reduce the amount of home games at Cardinia yeah. and play more you home games. You mean GMHBA at- Stadium? No, Cardinia. Um, and play more <laughs> at the G. Yeah, I mean Henderson didn't work. That wasn't great. That was a pretty average in. I mean he touched his touched a Geelong ball to stop a goal. Man, <laughs> but this is the thing: oh, you, you can't oh. have these players. That Don't have played get no Carlton players. Bad news. He hasn't played senior football basically all year. Yeah, um, bring him in for a prelim was yeah, was ridiculous. I thought that was crazy. ridiculous. Uh, just because he's a senior player. Nah. Um, yeah, look, the same same players that pop up. Week in, week out for Geelong, did it again. And they really, they let themselves down. They had the momentum, whether it was just no gas. Well, their tackle pressure was amazing in the first half. Like, they all looked pretty good. And then they went to sleep. Either that or, I mean, Richmond. No, they did definitely fall asleep. Like, I've watched the game twice. They The second half, it was lethargy as well as Richmond being a lot better. So so it makes it a massive um, next couple of months for Geelong. Obviously, there's some very good personnel on that list, mm. but they haven't gone to the draft for almost as long as Hawthorne haven't. Yeah. Joel Selwood was their for last top 10 pick. Well, if they keep picking up sneakies like Bloody Kelly and that. 2006. No, I know. It's years ago. Yeah, and look, obviously, they've got to draw a card because of the geographically positioned yeah. and really good club, club culture. And obviously, to be able to play with... You sell with your danger fields and these types of guys. That's a, it's definitely a destination club. But I think um, the board do need to rethink whether Scott is the right man to take them. Well, his record hasn't been good for no. Finals. He's only won four finals. Now, yeah, so and not, I'm not saying he's not a good flag. coach. I think he did he's get a flag, flag. Yeah. but he had did have a ridiculous list. Yeah, exactly. To be fair, I mean, and they were prime and ready to win a flag, but. Um, the other thing with Scott too is how did you feel about his decision to not well to continually play Blixarves on the wing and to not put him onto Lynch and try and shut him down and in relation to all of that do we feel that Scott is too late and their coaching team is too late to react to decisions like that I'd say the first point of that question uh, no I think he, he was damned if he did damned if he didn't with the Blixarves move was robbing Peter to pay Paul in some regards I tend to agree. He'd love to have two of he them. Said he, he said he wanted five flex halves. Yeah, so I think in hindsight, two or three years ago, they were hoping that Reese Stanley could be that similar player because <laughs> yeah. he has Reese's. Nick Rewald's worst mate. Yeah, well, he has a fairly good tank. It's just not the same as Blixarves, and he's not as quite as skillful as Blixarves has proven when he plays. And so I think that hasn't helped with the decision that's been made. But I just think, yeah, yeah, he might have stopped a few goals from Lynch, but someone else would have kicked them because mm. you haven't got that really good 
player in Blixar's up further field. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. Um, well, Geelong, I, I, I think yeah. hindsight's a wonderful thing. Uh, yeah, I think just big calls need to be made. And maybe they do need to just say to some of these senior players, it's not happening, you're not going to be guaranteed. Well, I think Taylor's, that's got to be a big question mark on Harry Taylor. There's got to be a question mark still. We still don't know if Gary Ablett's going to keep playing. No. Um, supposedly he, that and, con- in, and if well, they the do, they can't, be, initially wasn't they can't be first call-ups. They, 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 they've got to take no. second fiddle to the next generation that they're bringing through, and especially if they can't get a high draft pick. They've got to get like they've got to re get used as you pointed out a minute ago. They've got to re the team as ages ago because a lot of these players are gone now. But they've got to re get used to playing at the G because they go through passages where they control the ground really well, and then there's passages where they completely screw it up. And the second half, particularly in watching it a second time, the amount of times Richmond's pace through the corridor made it almost impossible for them to do anything. That's it. The switches were so much better. Like these games against big clubs, especially interstate. Yeah. Tell us when you do your wish list for the AFL for the next season. Ask to have an MCG home final against West Coast or GWS. Don't have it down at GWH whatever cutting in. Um, because that's they're the pressure games. They're the, they're the games that they're most likely to face. In a grand fi- in a yeah. final, well, that's where the, the finals are often going to be played. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the reality. You can't play the grand final down there. Yeah, it's. I mean, the, the, the most disappointing from a Geelong perspective is the fact that they can get the same amount of crowd there as almost um, well Adelaide Oval. Anyway, so it's about the same. It's only a little no, bit less. It's about about fifteen thousand less. That's not much. Yeah, it's not nothing. That's a GWS crowd. <laughs> I'm it's a big NRL crowd. Big NRL crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Sell out. <laughs> People in the rafters. No, what <laughs> book pal it is. Yeah, it is. No, but anyway, no, I know, I know what you're saying. It, it, they, yeah, they should have more down there, but that's I don't know. I'm so sick of that discussion. Yeah, it's over. I'm like the AFL are going to do what they want to do. They're in the teams. They're going to do what they like. Yeah. Um, the other thing as well. So Richmond for me, um, I think proved that they can definitely, well, they can definitely go on and win it all. Um, they looked really organised. Took them a while to get that system up and going. But once it got going, they looked fantastic. Um, really proficient through the centre. Uh, I, re- I even quite liked Ellis's game, who it sounds like he's definitely gone. So that's been good to see like how well he's playing, given that he's not going to be playing at Richmond next year. You think almost certainly. Sounds like he's been offered a massive dollars to go to Gold Coast, and he's going to take it. And it can't if he goes out with he's going to be. It's going to be more like like it's apparently it's going to be like over double, like over double what he's been paid at Richmond. So how do you turn that kind of money down? That's life changing money. Because he's never going to earn that sort of coin. He's probably not going to go into the media. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not no. a high-profile player. He's not going to... You know, something major is not going to happen. Like, that's that's a mortgage right there. Like, that's a bit hard to kind of go, oh, stuff it. I'm going to take another pay cut again. And, and that's the thing. And he's guaranteed first-team call-up week oh, in, week out. Gold Coast. Do be captain. Nah. He's not, <laughs> he's not, he's not captain. Swallow. Yeah, swallow. Mm. Anyway. Um, Acting captain. That's the thing. Like, if he, if he goes out, gets a flag... That's two 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 time premiership player up there. Not bad. Who would have thought Soldo is going to be playing in a grand final? There's some, anyway, we could talk for hours about this game because well both games because there's so many fascinating things out of yeah, it. But, but yeah, we do still need to get to the big game. We so do. We better move on to the other prelim. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. We I mean, we're look, going to be talking about 
Richmond in a sec anyway. No, no. But so, all right, well, next game. So Collingwood versus the Giants, fifty-two to fifty-six on the Saturday in the AFL Bullet Dodger game of the century. It like had this gone where it looked like it was going to go, where Collingwood were to just sneak it, and the Giants' goal hadn't been counted. It's Supreme Court time, I think, on Monday morning. Like, that would have been... I'm serious. That absolutely would have gone to court. Like, that that was appalling. Like, arc... I mean, everyone was to wear a great arc's been, and then they do, like, the ultimate screw-up. It's so... I'm watching it multiple times now. It doesn't just touch Lockie Keefe's hand. It touches Heath Shaw's hand as well. Multiple players touch that ball... And they counted it as a goal and went back and just threw it up. And they looked at it for two seconds as well. It's like, what are you idiots doing? Anyway, so well, yeah. that that was a joke. Have we got 30 more years of the Collywalls part two? Like, oh, no, I, was, I think... Well, you well think, they started very, very poorly. So obviously, if you missed this game, yeah, but the, the Giants were huge early. Nice, lost a no, I know. Yeah, well, it's, you know, they've wobbled quite a few Wobbled games. a couple of games, <laughs> big games in two years. No, I know. I, yeah, I come back to haunt them. Well, actually, speaking of haunting, can we just pause yes, for a second absolutely. and talk about haunting? Let's just talk about Brett Delidio for a minute. So, Brett Delidio played <laughs> for... worse for him. Can you think of a more, like, football masochistic scenario? So, like, he leaves Richmond... After being where a he dominant played, player for... He was one of their better players and played there for, uh, like, a decade and was part of the, the woodwork. Left... Richmond got go, shoved out. Well, I mean, they they used, so, I they used those picks and then they yeah. went and got they got a lot of well they got a lot what got they some needed. Quality, yeah. yeah, and it all, it, well, I'm not saying it worked, absolutely worked out for Richmond, but he, then he so he leaves Richmond, goes to the Giants. Richmond win the flag. He gets then injured. he gets injured, and his team that he's at now and the Giants are right. playing in the grand final for the first time, and he's injured. If they if the Giants win the flag, that is. Unbelievable! Like you could not. If you told someone that, like five years ago, this is what's going to happen to Brett Delidio, people are going, no, no, that's that's like or anyone. That is impossible. Like talk about pulling the trigger at the wrong time. <laughs> and then on top of it, Adam Trelaw. So Adam Trelaw is at the Giants. Uh, chooses had, had a choice to go between Collingwood and Richmond. Loses picks, the flag. Picks picks Collingwood. <laughs> Misses out on a flag at Richmond because they win, and he was could have gone to to well, that, gonna miss out that on year. Then the next year plays for Collingwood, loses a grand final to the Eagles. His one's even worse, and then this year as a terrible loss to his old team. Do you think he's already in, in another country? <laughs> that is unbelievable. That that they're two like ridiculous stories. Meanwhile, Tom Lynch goes, "I'm finally out of the Suns. Could win a flag in my first year." And the other, and that one, and then the other one as well is there's so many storylines out of this. And another one as well is um, uh, as much as and in, interestingly watching that open mic interview the other night with um, um, Dane Swan, you know I know that Rat Pack was a problem for the culture and uh, well from what you understand and I you know in terms of what we hear publicly, but you know Heath Shaw blared Collingwood again. Yeah, he was pretty good. He's and again, that's another that's another big game where they could have used his poise on their side. It's it's such a shame he's not playing for Collingwood still. I mean, I, I like it isn't it isn't like who cares? Good on him. I mean, he's he's you know absolutely turned his 
Giants career into a very serious thing. I, I, I couldn't yeah. be more positive about that. But I don't think I, I they think had it, him. They had a very good player that didn't necessarily want to leave. I think he. I don't think he would have continued to play had he stayed at Collingwood. I think. Well, we don't. I yeah, think. I think not. going to the Giants was the best thing for him because he was away from. That no, I know, but it's a shame that it couldn't work out. Oh yeah, absolutely, it was. I mean, there's a lot of players that culturally didn't fit into certain clubs, and you think, oh. But like your dynamics are like I don't think he was going to turn around and go to the Giants and be like I always felt like Heath Shaw was a properly good. I don't player. think Didac was smart enough to know there was other <laughs> clubs to play for. Was he? <laughs> <laughs> Take, I'm joking there. He was a superstar player. He was too busy in cars firing guns off. Too busy, yeah. Anyway, uh, um, Google that if you're too young to remember that. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, Collingwood. I mean, they gave himself a massive mountain to climb in too short a time frame. Almost yeah. got there. Um, no Mason Cox there to do the heroics like I last year. If that would have worked against this team, but no, I'm just well, saying like compared to this time no, last no. year. And it's funny that. Um, these two teams met again uh, just a week later in the finals because they had a pretty good semi last year. So the narrative with this game, so Collingwood start off really poorly. Giants get away to a pretty serious lead and it looks like they're like home and hosed. Um, Cameron kicks that ridiculous goal and then you think, no, nah, that's it. That is completely it. They're about to completely choke. Giants are going to win by 40, 50 points. This is going to blow away. And then... Collingwood just steadied and pegged back at it and just kept pegging back and pegging back and pegging back and they really probably should have won the game in the end I think like they had all the momentum I know the Giants were amazing in the back end of the game their tackle pressure was incredible their ability to crowd the stoppage was fantastic yeah. and we'll get into stoppages in a minute because that's that's where Collingwood lost the game in the end but Mummy you know that's another story in all of this. Dead and buried. And we, we've written him off a bunch of times this year. And he's come back and had the match of his life. I mean, that was unbelievable. Playing the best ruckman in the game. Hats off to him, particularly in the back end of the game. That was, And he could barely jump at that point. Yeah. That was incredible. And without a doubt... Um, but Collingwood probably should have snuck it in the end. Well, yeah, they should have. GWS have got the equivalent of the early 2000 San Antonio Twin Towers... Ian Haynes and Davis, mm. um, like uh, the Admiral and, and Shumpert as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just they just they just stop everything that comes in their path. They mm. just they they're unbelievable. So, I think Richmond obviously have got the game plan. We'll talk about it a bit more to to unravel that and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, along with those two, your descent defensive setup obviously um, Shaw can run and carry. Yeah. Um, but at the stoppages, they just set up really, really well, and that's without Ward, yeah. uh, which who was unbelievable at stoppages. So and, and no Cognelio and um, so many plays out. Well, they're, they're just no Deledio, no no Whitfield, no, no Green, no Cornelio, no Callum Ward. Ward. I mean, if they no Patton. Yeah, well, he's probably not. I don't reckon he's in that. He's group. not in that group. No, well, he's in theory was years ago. But in terms of like the start round one, all of those players are in and in again. Like that, they are first. They all walk up starts except Dids. Dids is probably, Dids is probably the only one that might not. But you'd have him up been. there just as yeah. But that's a that's some bloody big outs, and they're into a grand final. Incredible. Um, they held on. They were challenged beyond belief, and they yeah. held on. Um, let's let's get into stoppages because this is something I want to raise, and I know we, it's hard. We got to keep moving, but 
a massive reason that Collingwood didn't win this game was the way they structured up at stoppage, and that's going to haunt them over the off-season. So this is a fascinating example of it's all well and good to have an amazing Ruckman, but if your structures at stoppage are poor, it means nothing. Yeah. So Grundy dominated the hitouts, but they lost the clearances. clearances. And particularly in the back end of the game. So if you look consistently, they either missed an option outside or there was no option outside. Like it was, I I was watching it live and I was like, I, I, I was like, why are they structuring up like this? Like they are crowding the stoppage as if they're in front and there's, this, try to warm like the 20 or 30 seconds left yeah. and they just want to warm it down Not they have to win from here yeah. so consistently there'd be like Maynard um, 7 or like like it was ludicrous the amount of players at a stoppage and the Giants were like oh this is hilarious because we'll just crowd the ball as well that's fine we're up yeah. we're, we're still, still in front. front let's just crowd the ball consistently and that's what they did yeah I mean I, I, that's the thing it's all well and good having a mind-blowing Ruckman but if you haven't got that uh, it's yeah so that and also just rushing it inside 50 consistently missing options um, going inside 50 they'd go far too far too inwards or far too on an angle they would just pressure kicks yeah. perceived pressure Always consistently pressure, yeah. so I think that, that they're two major things to really simplify it without you know because we've got to keep going but that's they're two things for me that I think going to haunt them because they absolutely should have won this game because the Giants were off their legs by the back end of the game. Like, obviously, as I said, Mumford was fantastic. There were some players that... Like Williams was unbelievable. Like He's become... Far out. Like, Tim Taranto was fantastic yeah. as well. Like, you know, oh... Um, I mean, we could just keep going. Like, there were so many stars. An amazing, like... There was a good two or three Giants where it was the best game I've seen them play. Yeah. Which was, you know, wild to see in a prelude. Like, it was so, so good to watch. Um, you know, well done. But, I mean... They had so much momentum, Collingwood, and they just screwed it by having a generational ruckman and not taking advantage yeah. of that. It was so so frustrating. And they to should watch. never have allowed themselves to get into that position anyway. They oh, should, no. they they should would... have switched, been switched on from the, the get go. Yeah, maybe be down at quarter time, but they should have been pegging back that yeah. lead through the second quarter. And I think that's what let them down. But. Kudos to the Giants. Yeah, they, they held on and they deserve to win. And you can see that matured as a club. Yeah. We've said it throughout the year. It's not champagne football anymore. No, no. There's grit and there's... grit and there's, yeah, really hard Strength. And, real hardness. Oh, that, yeah. that, that, well, it, as an example, I said to someone the other day, if you want to watch an example of a game that's super physical without being violent, like, and I think it helps that Hannibal Lecter wasn't playing, but mm. in, in Toby Green... But, no, but jokes aside, like this was, from both teams, an amazing example of a very physical AFL game and how physical our sport can be without, you know, causing injury or reports and stuff. Because the whole game, particularly the second half, was super physical and amazing to watch. The second half is one of the best passages of football I've seen for a while. Like, definitely, like, I don't think this season ranks as well as a lot of seasons, I'll be honest. No. Overall, this season, 2019, hasn't been great. But that was but an some am- the, amazing season. Yeah, we've had two or three finals now that have been really, really yeah. good. Well, that we were due. I mean, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's been some pretty average games. Finally. Um, so let's that, that's the prelims now. We will be doing um, full chats about each team, um, you know, overall from the season. So, you know, Cats fans and, and Collingwood fans, we will... Um, chat about each team, you know, kind of in a review sense at some point, definitely. 
Um, but we've got to keep moving into the grand final. Christmas Day, this coming Saturday, September the 28th, 3rd uh, versus 6th, but at, who cares now? Yeah, it's at Richmond, the MCG, Giants. as always, so all those people who think it should be somewhere else, bad luck. Well, that, that's, well that's, it's signed till 2054 yeah, or something. It's like. not even a it was always Well, it was always never going to happen. Yeah. I, I, actually, I actually would like to travel around personally, but... No, there's just not enough, not, not enough seats. No, I know at not this point, seats. but I would like it to happen at some point. I, I think it would be good China? for football. Yeah, Xinguan. Yeah. Actually, oh, we missed that in the news. Xinguan, it's on again. They've, they've, the match is on next year. Who's playing? Uh, still, it's Ports and Kilda for the Xinguan Cup. Right. Aren't you excited? Mm. Awesome. Um, Richmond versus the Giants grand final, last game of the year. Wow. So, Get your tickets ever, if you haven't got them already. <laughs> I don't think anyone's getting any damn tickets. Um, so right. uh, let's just talk about the initials. So ins and outs. So this is Wednesday night. We do not know the official ins we and outs. We don't know. But we do know a few things. So we know Cornelio has ruled himself out. He's ruled himself out. He's yep. ruled himself out. We don't know at this stage. I will check the news in a second. But I, my understanding is Whitfield had to get through uh, a more serious training session yeah, today. After the normal session, yeah. And he got he got through the first one. But has to get through a, a intensive. more intensive yeah. training. Um, and for those who aren't aware, he had his appendix taken out. So and lost multiple kilos as yeah, well. Yeah, so hasn't been able to eat, take on proper fluids. All Anyone who's had their appendix out knows what it's like. Plus, he's going to be tender. So even if... And juicy he, as well. Yeah, and juicy. Even if he was back onto normal um, nutrient intake today and got through training, it's still... He's put I, a I kilo back on again, apparently, already. A, yeah, but he's going to play. He looks... He's really going to give him a little nab. He looked pretty average, I have to say. Like, they showed that training footage. I'm looking at a yeah. picture right now. He looked sickly. I reckon he's 20% chance. And I wouldn't risk him. I reckon 24%. 23 now. Yeah. Anyway, um, but we'll know more tomorrow. And they obviously fly to Melbourne. You'll know more tomorrow because the news will probably be out by the time you're listening to the bits. Of, well, half the listeners will probably hear this when it's already announced. But True. we feel we don't know. But look, you, yeah, so can you Phil Davis is borderline, though. He thinks he's going to be good. Well, the other thing about it, too, is there might not actually be. So obviously, Toby Green's going to come in. Yep. Cornelio won't come in. Whitfield. L- Rand. Don't know. Far chance, I personally. And don't. I think they're the only other ones that they would ever possibly consider bringing into a grand final. I think. Um, and in terms of who's to, who's to come out, it's just too hard to tell. There's there's rumours, but I mean, it's just I, I don't want to kind of go they over. They played it so it's well. All... That would be the bare minimum of changes. Well, yeah, of course. But Collingwood um, and Richmond, same kind of same. Like you're going to match up fairly similar with them. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, we. I don't want to speculate too much on who's going to get cut because we, we simply don't know. Oh, we don't know. And then Richmond, uh, Graham has, yeah, so he just can't play. So the big thing was that, yes, they got the shoulder back in and that's been fine. But the problem is that um, because of the nature of the injury, it's a very high likelihood that it would pop out again. Yeah. For a minimal contact. No, you just so it's a contact sport. So obviously somebody's going to go after it. And it's almost certain it'll go out. Yeah, no, you, you can't re- you can't put players in that are underdone. So unless if that was Trent Cochin, different story because he's captain and he's a leader and all that type of stuff. Uh, not that Jack Graham's not a leader; he's not Trent Cochin. So, 
I think they're almost like then you don't necessarily do. It. I mean, it's it's yeah, that that's it, it's just too hard. So I we said before, I think probably McIntosh will come in because I think he's a very very good role player. He's played a lot of games with that team. He knows the system. He can play a lot of different roles and he can play a lot of different roles well. And we've seen him do that consistently. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd say Sean Grigg, but he retired. Well, Grigg the company, but he's he's been retired for quite oh, a while. Yeah, yeah, the whole year. Well, while you bring back retired players, bring Richard. Oh, Richard looks pretty fit. He actually does look pretty good. Yeah, no, has. It'll be good for a flag. Um, a flag. <laughs> Just put him in the pocket. Vickery again. He, he, <laughs> nah, maybe not. He would have been at the age bracket to be involved in this amazing year. Too. Yeah, no, what, what a shame. What a shame. Anywho. <laughs> um, I never even thought of that. That's, nah. that's, yeah, he must be crying himself to sleep. Well, maybe he doesn't give a shit. No, nah, so I'm drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, so this game is going to be decided, I think, by how well Richmond can absorb Giants' physicality. Because I think they're going to bring a lot of physicality to this game. I think Toby Green um, will uh, Start in the middle. murder people. I think he will spit on people. I think he will stab people. I think he will be a complete psycho. And like we've almost never seen before. It might be a bit 89 style from him. So, talking talk yeah. about that, do does Dimmer just read read that that's what's likely to happen and put, okay, Ellis, right? This is just one song at Richmond. Just run with Toby Green and be a bit of a thug and just I, get, and get Toby Green off his game. Someone asked me, what do you think they're going to do about Green? Uh, a couple of days ago, and I said I wouldn't be surprised if it will be a a, a rough head on Hannery type situation and take and, and take, take him, him out, out of the game. Just find so the opportunity think, to just give him a really. He drives good that team, um, and I know they won without him last week. Have they got the legs to run out a game? They looked pretty tired pretty the second half of last week. They were honestly, as much as I'm happy for the Giants, in some respects they were lucky to have won that game. Yeah. and they celebrated like it was a grand final too. Well, like, and I get that because it's the first time they're going. But they've into lost it. so many prelims as well. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm, not I too, I'm not too upset about but, that. No, no. But allowing all that emotion out means that they're not Maybe. taking a lot of emotion. Yeah, into no, the I know. Game I know well. that whole thing. Yeah, but I think ultimately, for me, I yeah, I, I think it's can Richmond absorb that physicality, um, and will Richmond's speed completely outrun the Giants? If those two things can happen then I think Richmond will well and truly win. Because uh, well, they're a faster team, but they're not as physical. They're smaller bodied, but they're more agile. I think they're better structured. Their system probably stands up very, very well. Uh, they grind teams out very, very well. Um, I think that's going to... Look, there are a lot of reasons why it's going to prove to be a problem. Uh, you know, does does Martin start midfield? Does he start forward? You think probably midfield to try and get ahead initially? What yeah, do you think? I, yeah, I think... Well, first of all, the the back line of Richmond will, as long as it's not free-flowing um, ball coming from the Giants midfield into the forward line, I think yeah. Richmond's structures will handle any type of on semi-onslaught that might, might come in. Um, and likewise, the Richmond forwards will make the GWS back line work a bit harder they're not going to be bombing it in because they've got so many crumbing options so look I, I think it'd be smart to start Martin in the midfield because if if 
what you say is true, and I tend to agree with it, that the Giants will come out as physical as possible. Yeah. Then you want someone like him because he is probably the most physical midfielder. Yeah. And can deal with it really well. He can knock bumps. He's got such a good core strength and his ability to move while getting tackled or or being uh, bumped is pretty uncanny. So, yeah, and you want your best players in the coalface to begin a grand final. Who goes, who does DeBoer go to? Oh, he'll be on that. Well, I had a few people make some good arguments so far this week that it's actually not the worst idea he goes to Prestia. He controls so much of their play. I, I think taking I, him out of the game... I, I think... Martin's going to go forward at some point anyway. I think he probably goes to Cochin, to be honest. Shane Edwards. Yeah, see, that's the other thing this too. The there's, thing, so there's, many, there's so many, many options. There's so many options for Richmond mm. that... Uh, Leon Cameron will have done his homework. And I guess it all comes down to, I guess, if Martin starts forward, yeah. obviously he's not going to go there. Um, but yeah, it might be a uh, press here. Uh, they might just let DeBoer... Not tag. He might just He might just run free, unless he's needed to tag. Free Willie. Free Willie. Uh, <laughs> free DeBell. <laughs> yeah, it'd be. It's going to be fascinating to see how both of these coaches go about it. Obviously, they know each other pretty well. Yeah. Well, we a couple of. Uh, well, two more. Well, two a, more another Clarko assistant, assistant coach. We'll win another flag. Yeah, so, um, yeah, interesting times. Interesting times. <laughs> Ridiculous times. <laughs> yeah, is. I know. It's a bit of a, bit of a dilemma there for old Clarko. Um, well, yeah, exactly. Um, so, how do, you, how do you... how So, you said that you expect the Giants to come out swinging, so... Yeah, definitely. Bit of, bit of, Because it's bit one of their major weapons that they have that Richmond don't have. I mean, try and knock them out in the first round. Yeah. And how do you see Richmond going about it? Well, I think that they know their system so well. I don't think it's going to work. They'll just absorb, 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 and then yeah. like they did against Geelong, and, and even if they're and even if they're a goal down at halftime, they they know they can run over the top of them. Well, that's the thing because that's the problem. Once is, they get the ball, they're quite happy to move it a lot, even if they don't get a score, and just the most a bit more like Ali. Well, Giants are Tyson, and the Tigers are Ali will just jab you around a little bit, get to the tenth round, and go bang. The most Tyson shocking just wants to get you knocked out straight away. The most shocking thing to me would be if Richmond are slower than the Giants in the second half. That would be the strangest thing, because I, I just don't see it. Well, they're not. Yeah, they're not the kids of the AFL anymore. I know they're a long young list. Yeah, but they're sort of seasoned now that they're not. Full yeah. of energy, yeah. I tend, yeah, I agree with that. Well, they just. I, I think Richmond just need to be within striking distance. Yeah. Two goals at three quarter time. Um, hopefully they're in front. I, I still think they'll be in front at three quarter time. Personally, yeah. uh, I think it'll be very similar to that first prelim. And they're so balanced. They're so even across the line. And there's um, no one to expect on the day. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, Grimes has probably been the best defender for some time. He's obviously going to go to Cameron. You think? How do you think that matchup plays out? Yeah, I'm not sh- sure. That's again, I'd, he might go to Green. Yeah, that's true. Vlosten could go to. Well, that is true, Cameron. actually. Yeah, Vlosten. They've got multiple options. That's the thing. Yeah, um, As- I think Asprey might Asprey, go to yeah. Cameron. I just think, yeah, I just think Grimes is better suited if Green's playing deep. Then Grimes just matches up, and he can, physically he can match him. Do you think Mummy can back it up in the ruck again? That was it. Looked like he didn't have 
a mill of gas left in the I mean, tank. Obviously he's not he was out. amazing, but and he's not coming out. Against. He's going to be physical, obviously. Yeah, and but he's not. And I think that's has where he recovered he, again? Like I just out. think that's where he. I think he's smart enough to know that he's not going to win the taps. But so he might those, against Soldo, if he, but he's got to be able to jump. That's, no, the that's what I mean. Yeah, so I think he'll work Soldo around the ground. I think he'll become quite physical, and anytime he can tackle or bump him, that's that's yeah. where he's going to get the upper hand. I think he knows that he's coming up against someone who's going to be a little fresher. Who does Heath Shaw go to? Uh, I think he'll try to tell. He'll try to help out with Jack or Lynch, whichever one he's on. Yeah, but he's a really good peel off defender. And then he'll keep he'll be, he'll be keeping an eye on between um, Shabot and Rioli. Yeah, he's he's the only he's the only player I can think of off the top of my head that can match them. How about Shai Bolton? Like he was stuck in the VFL for so long, and then because of um, uh, Jack. Um, had the brain. Yeah. Um, oh, mate. Throw the ball around the goalpost. That guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, with all that happening, um, that's, yeah. It's got be, he's taken his opportunity with both hands. Well, and he, has, he was well, always. He's proven, well, yeah. he's, he's proven what uh, many of us in the AFL world have thought that he was very capable. He just needed the opportunity and he's he's shone. He's, he's been a um, obviously great addition to, to this senior list. So, margin, what do we think? Who wins in margin and Norm Smith? So, I'm going with Tigers. It's at their home ground. Um, they've got a... Not that, that, that it will be in the players' mind, but they're going for a piece of history as well. It'll yeah. equal their longest winning streak as a club uh, with 12. Obviously, two flags in three years. Pretty phenomenal. And I think... Dylan Grimes will win the Norm Smith because I think he'll hold Toby Green to that many goals. Zero. Yeah. I think he'll just blanket him. I so think... That's, that, they're my predictions. I think Richmond by two points. Oh, sorry. And I think Richmond by about 15, 18 points. Okay. Yeah. Richmond by two points and Vlosten for the Norm for me. Yeah. Or Basha Hawley. It's going to be two. Backman. Hawley's been... Well, probably. I mean, Hawley's been in incredible form. Yeah. Um, even Koch could get one. I don't know. It's it's, I mean, it's a hard one. But I think think they're ready. I mean, the other thing... Like, can we discuss also... Sorry. Go. I was going to say, if the Giants get up, I, I think it'll be largely to do with... Um, Kelly. Or Green. Yeah, I think Kelly. He's 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 going to have an out. Unbelievable. I think he's going to be like Buckley though. I think he's going to have a heap of the football and unfortunately be on the losing team. Yeah. Um, and just miss out on Brownlow. Another one too is all this discussion. Oh, sorry, this week has been around um, the situation with Cornelio and Whitfield. Do we think that Phil Davis is okay? Like. Well, I'll mention it. I mean, he, he looked pretty cooked. Yeah, they'll oh, leave, know, they'll, but... they'll leave. They'll wait. They'll assess him. Tomorrow, so they come yeah. down and they do a bit, bit of um, ball work on the MCG tomorrow. Yeah, and I guess he'll he'll go through some paces with the physios and the medicos and all that type of stuff. Look, if he's got a little bit of stiffness, you play because a he's the captain, mm. but b he's also probably the best backman along with McGovern <laughs> in the in the country. So you would all he has to do is essentially take marks. An amble. And stop defend and stop forwards. But yeah, take marks. Well, if he's if he not, can't run, if he if he can only get to about eighty percent of his Lynch pace, will murder him. Yeah, well the thing, if he well the Any opportunity pace, Lynch is gonna kick twelve. Yeah. Well that's the thing. They'll just test to see if he can get to full pace. Yeah. And if he can get upwards of eighty percent, 
he plays. Mm-hmm. If he's under that, if he can't run full power, and we're talking for 30 seconds, yeah. then you go, mm, it's a bit tough in your damage. I mean, tough call because mm. they haven't got a ready-made replacement. Mm. Um, but the other thing is... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Um, that would have been bad. Yes. Sorry, I know, so for those, for those for the listening, year. I nearly um, pulled the mic <laughs> off the table. Um, having said that, though, do you th- throw a spanner works and just put him at full forward? Just mix it right up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Liam Gunman is that crazy. No. Anyway, you would. Oh. <laughs> You'd be hilarious, Coach. Anyway, that is, I think, enough in terms of our kind of predictions and analysis around this game we could keep going 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 but yeah. we, you know we've got to stop the episode at some point again. yeah <laughs> possibly uh we will be back at some point soon we will definitely cover the trade period uh we will do a grand final we'll do, review yeah, we'll as well next week, yeah, we'll, do next week we'll do a grand final review and we'll and do we'll a little bit of a trade period preview yeah, and then i reckon we, we come well or we well, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I won't be around. Well, that's so. the thing. The one after that, I reckon, is will be in between the trade period. Yeah. So there's no point. We did that once where we kind of did one week and then like well, predicted the next about. bit. It was yeah. sort of hard, and then it all went psycho in the second week, and we had to talk about it all again anyway. Yeah. So I think like we'll, we'll probably that we'll probably wait till the end of the trade period to cover the entire thing. Yeah, and then um, sayonara, sayonara. for 2019. So, so take care. Hops so if yeah, if you're .com.au .au Not .au It's not a Russian uh, sure? troll company like oh, this okay. no. um, <laughs> Yeah, definitely keep on uh, up to date with our mate Ed here and everything Beyond the Game here, Beyond the Game TV Keep your mics on the table Absolutely Enjoy the rest of the week leading up to the grand final yep. If your team's playing all the best If you're just sitting on the couch drinking booze like us Enjoy <laughs> Well, we're not really going to watch the game. Yeah. Might drink a couple of wines and beers. Oh, I imagine. Take care. See Take you later. Take care. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Thank you.